Hey everyone, and welcome to another Artist Spotlight episode of Horror Haven Podcast. Uh, This week we had the awesome opportunity of talking to the people over at Barn Show Productions about their new short film series, Campfire, which we personally are extremely excited about. So we hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and we strongly encourage going and checking them out and keeping up with what they have coming out. So enjoy. We'll start out. Do you guys want to each go through and introduce yourselves and what you did with the film? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I'm Colin. I was the uh, director, and I wrote the script. Uh, I'm Cody. I did a uh, DP and uh, pretty much all the filmography, uh, except what, two scenes? One or two scenes? Well, yeah, most of it. Um, I'm Becca, and I was the script supervisor. I was... Assistant in, director. Oh, yeah, I was assistant director. I was in the movie. She was an um, actor. <laughs> uh, assistant to everyone. I helped with set. I was, um, makeup. Makeup. So you did everything? <laughs> Becca pretty much did. So I directed it. Cody was director of photography, and Becca did pretty much everything else. I mean, we had a ton of people help us. Uh, some really great friends of ours helped us out. Um, but Becca had her hands in, like, everything going on in the whole production. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. I love to hear that. So pretty much what we want to do is start off with talking about the um, talking about the movie and, like, where the idea came from and how you guys, like, made, like, the, the process you guys took. And we want to know more about what the movie is without ruining anything. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay, so um, I guess reaching or going back a little bit... Um, I had I was cast in this reenactment kind of um, like a crime drama type show as an actor, and um, I had I didn't really I didn't really have any intentions of pursuing acting. It was just uh, like if it would have happened, it would have been cool. But I didn't I wasn't like actively pursuing it so much. But I was pretty excited when I got this thing because I was the lead actor. So I went and did that, and um, I have these big like gauges in my ears and so I was immediately fired from that because I blew all the close-up shots because it was set in the 70s um so they couldn't use any of that footage so I came home like super disappointed and um the next morning when I woke up I had an email from Skylar Kroom from he is legend and he was like hey man I've got four days off in a couple months if you want to do this because previously I had been talking to Skylar um I assume you guys know who Skylar is right yeah we actually uh we followed his legend since back in like the I am Hollywood days so uh cool. we saw yeah. we you know we did that's the actually how podcast. we ended up seeing you guys is because we I follow Skylar Kroom on Instagram oh, and cool. he had posted about the film and I was like all right Love he's legend. Love horror. I've got to check this out. And immediately I like, watched the trailer and I like Dylan was at work and I texting him. I'm like, dude, you <laughs> have to check this out. It looks sick. Yeah, I mean her. She's like super into like Texas Chainsaw and shit. So this has like that like southern like serial mm-hmm. killer feel to it. And yeah, that was, I that's totally what we're going for. Yeah, the second I saw it, I was like, yeah, this is something that we're definitely going to be into and um yeah I was, I was curious too to how like Skylar got involved because I remember years back uh 
just like watching his legend shit on YouTube and he had done a trailer for like a book or something called I think it was like High Before Homeroom. Yeah. 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 And I remember saying like years ago when I saw that I was like shit, I would love to see him in a movie cuz like Yeah, he, he's great. Yeah. Yeah, he's I, so just to get this out of the way, there's we can never say enough good things about that man. Yeah. It was fucking incredible. Like everything about him. Like everything you imagine and hope that some idol is going to be, he he is that. There was nothing bad about him. He was a really cool guy. Yeah, that's awesome. I hope to meet him one day. <laughs> so we got involved with him. I just I sent him a message like years ago now, mm-hmm. like not ten years or anything, but it's been like three years ago mm-hmm. now. Um, and I was like, hey man, you want to do some acting? And he was like, uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> and that was, he was like, what do you got? Um, so I, I, I took, like, I was super excited because honestly, at the time, we didn't have a whole lot. I had, like, this thing I wanted to do. So I, over the next couple of days, I, I made up this pitch and, like, I really kind of solidified my ideas and I sent it to him. And it was for this web series. Um, it was called Campfire. And it was going to take place at, like, this summer camp. And it was all um, a throwback to, like, 80s horror and stuff like that. And so um, he was like, yeah, you know, that looks really good. Let, let's try to get it planned out. And then we couldn't get our schedules to, to sync up because they were touring a lot at that period of time. And so, what was it, a year and a half after mm-hmm. that? Yeah. Before uh, we actually got it going. And like I said, I was doing that stupid little reenactment thing it was something for a and e it was a program called the 11 and i just watched a trailer the other day actually and you can see the back of my head in a couple shots <laughs> in this van but like anything where i turn the side of my head they had to cut before that because my plugs would blow the 70s look um anyhow like i came home from that and the next morning like i was really bummed out and my wife was like super encouraging she was like hey man you know like things will work out I was like, I don't know, you know, it just kind of sucks. And so anyway, the next morning I woke up and I had an email from Skyler a year and a half later. And he's like, hey, yeah, I got some time if you want to do this. And I was like, what the hell? That's <laughs> awesome. It's kind of like, like, like one of those, like, it was meant to happen kind of things. Yeah, yeah well, yeah, that's, that's exactly what it felt like. And I totally don't really buy into fate and stuff like that too much. But... um my wife, as soon as uh, I told her, she's like, that's it. It's, see, I told you. It's supposed to be. Yep. <laughs> so, um, from that point, what do we have? A couple, a couple months, right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So we had a couple months, and he said he's got four days off. I'm like, okay. It was about a two-week shoot. And we're like, okay, <laughs> we have a total of four days. So um, one day was taken up entirely from trial. And this is – so real quick, this will tell you, like, kind of how – amazing of a human being that guy is so we didn't have a lot of money for this production um and i could get a free flight if we use this particular airline like it was southwest or whatever somebody had frequent flyer miles so i was like okay um i'll I'll ask him and i was like hey man um you know i hate to ask and but like we can get this free flight and it'll give us like five hundred dollars back to the production if you're cool with taking this particular airline and he's like yeah um and here are three options of airports that you can take one is his hometown in wilmington the other was in raleigh durham 
and one was I think Myrtle Beach. I can't really remember the other one, but the oh, furthest away that. I believe was Raleigh Durham, and it was two hours away from his house. Oh, you guys live in North Carolina, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're actually like forty minutes from Wilmington, and anytime he is legend is playing like in their hometown, we're we never miss around. it. Yeah, we're back home uh. in New York visiting. <laughs> uh. So, uh, so the the airports, and you guys are familiar with those. Like, yeah. whichever one of those is the furthest away from Wilmington, it turned out that he told me he's like, all right, this one's furthest away, so make that a last resort. I was like, all right, cool. That was the only one that we could get a flight with for free. Oh, damn. <laughs> it was like son of a bitch. So I had to email him back. I was like, look, man, <laughs> I'm really sorry about this, but like, here's the deal. And he's like, yeah, that's fine. I'll make it work. So he took that flight. He had his girlfriend driving down two hours or whatever it was. And then all of us, it was supposed to be a four-hour flight. <laughs> and there were all these delays and layovers just unexpected, unexpectedly. And um, he ended up being on the plane for like six or seven hours or some <laughs> crazy oh, shit no. like that. Damn. It was ridiculous. Yeah. And I felt so bad. Like, I picked him up from the airport myself and just felt like the biggest asshole because I had just saved like a few hundred dollars. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but he was really cool with it, man. It was uh, and like that's that's how that happened anyway. But um, after that, we like I said, it was about a two week shoot that we re- maybe a week and a half we would have needed. And we did it. That cost us a full day. And then we had to take him back to the airport on the afternoon of the third day. So we had two and a half days to squeeze all that in. And we shot that morning before he before we drove him to the airport for him to leave. Like we had like one more scene we had to shoot. <laughs> so we were working the whole time. Oh my gosh, that's awesome though. That's dedication. That's good. Yeah. Cool. You guys were able to make it all work to like fit it in perfectly. Yeah. yeah. It was amazing, man. I can tell you that like as a He is a Legend fan, we're all huge He is a Legend fans. Yeah. Um so that first night, like I can't explain to you how surreal that was to be in my truck driving like on roads that I'm familiar with and Skylar's like in the passenger seat. I would probably die. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's it was crazy. so crazy. And uh, it was just, the, the, all the weirdness went away pretty quickly. And it was just like this dude that I was completely comfortable with. Mm-hmm. And he was just like a friend. It's, it's totally how it felt. Like, he was such a down to earth guy and just agreeable and he helped us out he had so many ideas um that were fantastic like for the story and his character and Mm -hmm. it was it was fucking amazing yeah he always had a good suggestion and i I feel kind of like i um had an advantage because i hadn't really listened to his legend um much at all (laughs) like filming so like it was just some dude to me and then after we were done filming I went back and listened and was like oh dang this is really good and so now I'm pr- probably as big of a fan as um, Cody and Colin are. Yeah they were cute when I was in high school it was like there wasn't a ton of people who listened to him but it was like just our friends in high school and we all were like we loved him and we still yeah. do to this day but like in high school especially it was like his legend was like that and Maylene and that was it <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's cool. Oh, uh, a pretty cool story about Maylene. Um, just just real quickly, but when two came out, we saw them at somewhere in Houston. I can't remember the venue, um, but anyway, we were there, and our friend's band, our friend Frankie, who actually edited this movie, he was the lead singer of a band called We Against, and when We Against toured through uh, Alabama. 
they met, uh, what was it, Josh, the Malian's first guitarist. I think Josh was the first, one of their first guitarists. And um, he's like, yeah, and nobody knew who Malian was at the time, like none of us anyway. And he's like, hey, man, you guys can stay at our house. So they, they did, and they met Maylene, and they're like, man, those are really cool guys. That's so then, cool. Uh, a couple of years later, we're in Houston, and two's coming out. And they're like, hey, Frankie, and, and all these guys. And I'm just like this fanboy. I'm like, Dallas Taylor's talking to these people I know. That's what? <laughs> and I was like super young then and like in awe. And uh, he's like, yeah, we got uh, we got the whole album on an iPod. Do you want to? Do you want to sit in the van and, and listen to it? And so we, we sat in the van and like uh, uh, we listened to all of two and it was just blew my fucking mind at the time. It was amazing. <clears throat> That's amazing. That seriously is because like I said, I'm that Maylene's one of my favorite bands. So <laughs> I'm like totally jealous of this experience right now. It's funny too because uh, I've always said that like my dream tour would be like Maylene, he is legend, and every time I die, and I know because of like the the tragedy with that uh, with you know uh, with Dallas. Dallas Taylor, yeah, it's probably not something that I'll ever see, but it, it's just funny that you guys have both those experiences. Yeah, that was cool, man. I did see uh, Maylene and Every Time I Die play together. That was pretty sick. Um, that was a long every experience we've wanted. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll go ahead and rip the band-aid off of this one too <laughs> because uh, the, after the first night of sh- first night right yeah. Yeah, first night first of shooting night. we wrapped about like two in the morning uh-huh. yeah and uh, so the this is I don't think this really spoils anything but there's the damn thing's called campfire there's a lot of fires in the movie <laughs> All right. um, so we have this big bonfire set and that's what we wrapped with on that first night was that particular scene and so we all just kicked it around these bonfires and uh, I pulled my truck up, and Skylar played the in- its view in its entirety for us. And it was like, yeah, it was like unmixed. Oh, yeah, it was unmastered. It was unmastered. So it was just like on a heat. Like, hey, man, and sent it to me on my Dropbox, and uh, yeah, it was incredible. Uh-huh. <laughs> Super. <laughs> that uh, yeah, that took us out of like filmmaking mode, and we're right back to just some fanboy bullshit. Like, it was so cool. I didn't even know how much I was going to like that album at the time. Like, I, I had no idea. <laughs> and now that's one of my favorite albums. Yeah, I, w- I was really, like, hyped up for it because the first two tracks that they let off of it, they reminded me of Suck Out the Poison so much. But it was, like, the yeah. perfect blend of Suck Out the Poison and It Hates You. So I was yeah. like, this is exactly what I wanted from this yeah. album, and it, it didn't disappoint. <laughs> no, yeah, not at all. But um, uh, getting back to the uh, the movie, though. Um, sure. You, so this is going to be a three-part series, right? Uh, no, actually, we're going to see how far we can take it. So um, I don't know. I'm going to get ahead of myself just yet, but I mean, yeah. fuck it, whatever. I've got, like, story ideas for at least, like, six more episodes. That's okay. Awesome. Um, like, like, if I could just have it my way i would do 10 episodes and the thing is it's there's they're gonna be short films at this point because the whole web series thing was we didn't do that anymore and then like the whole concept changed completely from the original idea that i pitched to skylar until what this movie is Mm -hmm. um like it's not it's nothing at all like that like there was it was just centered around this summer camp and um and that you know that's what it was at the time but now I want them to be each episode or each like short film to be its own individual story, you know, just like an anthology series. And uh, each one we're hoping will feature a different musician. 
that's that cool. would be awesome yeah that's really cool are there is there going to be a connection from like each short film like is there going to be like a similar theme or anything like that or is it just going <laughs> to be like total anthology um so i mean not to give just a whole lot of the stories away for the the planned stuff ahead but uh i mean you're yeah you'll be able to spot like references at least okay to other things and there's going to be I don't want to say what it is just yet but there will be one set piece or maybe two that will be in every single one of them just because it's something that um, I don't know it's it, well, it's it's not a big secret or anything it's just a damn picture like in the wall in the background mm-hmm. but it's this weird picture that like everyone I know like we're all from you know southeast texas and for some reason i don't know if this company printed a hundred million of these damn pictures in this area (laughs) but like every one of our mothers had the same picture growing up (laughs) and it was so weird um it's nothing special but it's i don't know so i'm definitely putting that in and that as far as that you know goes like throughout the course of them it'll be in every one um but references like the stories probably won't continue over episode to episode um, of course that, you know, that may change depending on how things go. Um, but at, at, at this point it's just a hundred percent anthology and just unique stories, um, original stories per episode. Awesome. Um, I actually have a question from watching the trailer. Um, you see what I assume is going to be the killer of the movie and, uh, he's especially creepy. Do you have any specific inspirations for his look or how did that come to be? Yeah, actually, uh, Cody's and Becca's daughter. Cody and Becca are married, <laughs> and uh, their daughter Avery. Um, she drew these these fucked up pictures. <laughs> <laughs> She's really little. How old was she at the she time? She was probably like, like two, three, two or three. Yeah, two or three. And uh, she would draw. We had a marker board out in this uh, like our little studio space, and she would just draw these fucking terrifying images <laughs> of these humanoid creatures and uh so yeah like i sent it to my friend uh jilla she um gold tooth studios is her her mm-hmm. company just to plug that yeah just to, hey jilla <laughs> but yeah um, i sent her those images and or like one picture or something i was like hey man can you do something like similar to this and immediately she sends me back this picture of this like this mask of her wearing that mask from the movie and it was like a buddy of hers um, I had made that mask and it just by chance like resembled one of those drawings that Avery had done and uh, I was like fuck give me that I gotta have that <laughs> what a cool what a cool uh, story for, for how he came to be because yeah. that's I wasn't expecting anything like that I was expecting like, <laughs> like yeah I don't know it's something scary I thought of but that's even better that's awesome um, do you guys work on any other genres of film or are you like specific to horror um, well, right now, that's just all we've done. Um, is this but your yeah, first? We, yeah, this yeah. is, so, <laughs> I guess, if you don't mind, we could cover that a little bit, because that's... No, yeah, anything you guys want to talk I about think, is fair game. Okay, cool, yeah, it's just a really unique way that we all came to be filmmakers. So, none of us were filmmakers. We have <laughs> no experience in filmmaking, like, we're we're all fairly capable of... Well, obviously making a film, but we just hadn't had any experience doing that type of thing. We were Cody and I were uh, well, we're all three musicians. Cody and I were in a band for a long, long time, 
And then uh, after the band stopped, we're like, oh, you know, obviously we wanted to keep doing like creative things. And I started getting interested in filmmaking and I was a huge Robert Rodriguez fan. Like it's one of my, uh, apart from horror, uh, Rodriguez is one of my main influences um, just stylistically. I just like, I just like that guy's stuff. So um, when did we live at the Cove? Four Um, years ago, five years ago? Yeah, five and six. Yeah. So something like that, like five years ago, um, I, we were living at this other place and I went to a Goodwill with my buddy Josh, who was one of the other ADs. And we were just looking around, looking at some books. And I found a copy of Rodriguez's Rebel Without a Crew. And I was like, oh, cool. I'll, I'll check this out. Cause I just at that time, like started getting into it like heavily. And I was like every movie that I watched at that point, was a super like directorial eye. And I was like cutting them apart and like figuring stuff out for myself. So uh, I got that book, and I remember setting it on the counter, and Joshua grabbed it, and he put it on his stack of books. And I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> He's like, oh, I'm going I'm to get it. Uh, I was like, what? Oh, I'm going to buy it. He's like, no, I'm going to buy it for you. I was like, what, really? Why? He goes, oh, just consider it an investment. And I was like, well, that's fucking weird, you creeper. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, thanks, man. Um, he's like, no, seriously though. He's like, you have to do something. And I was like, all right, I'll check it out. You know, uh, it's just a book. But I, it, I read that like cover to cover so fast, and then just like kept pouring back through it and looking at notes on it, and it blew my mind. The fact that like, because he made his first movie for like is seven grand, but no crew. You know, he was just like bare bones, raw guerrilla filmmaking. And I was like, shit, man, I could really do this. And Cody, like, so a couple of years, when was it? we moved out to the place when you got your camera, three years later, I guess, <laughs> Cody buys this, like, super nice camera just uh, just for the hell of it. Well, I guess it was kind of so we could start doing some film stuff, but it wasn't really, like, a finite thing. It was just an idea we kicked around. I was like, well, shit, there we go. Yeah, we didn't have anything planned, really. Yeah, we had nothing planned, but we knew that we had a nice camera and, like, I don't know, drive to, to do it. And everybody that helped us they're all like super creative. So I just, I reached out to like all of my friends. I knew Cody and Becca and my wife were going to be on board. And I sent out a Facebook message to like, I don't know how many, 20, 25 yeah. of our, yeah. our friends. And not everybody could help out because of time. And some people lived out of state and things like that. But, um, how many people did we have? 15. Yeah. yeah. We had about 15 people that are like, yeah, man, we're, we're there. We'll, we'll totally help. And, uh, Everybody like we at that point we did, we had a, a film crew and we kind of just assigned tasks to everyone and we had uh, one of our friends is a chef and oh, yeah. so like or two of them actually well yeah. one of them has a restaurant one of them's a chef and so one night like we had everything catered um, and these people just donating donating their time and money mm-hmm. uh, to help us out but. Um, like, it was just amazing because we had to have specific meals too. Skylar's a vegan. Cody mm-hmm. and Becca are vegan. Um, a lot of people are vegetarian. And then a lot of people are, you know, they just eat whatever. So we had to have like all these different types of meals. And these people were cool enough to, to take that into consideration. And like we had everything catered for every, not, well, nearly every meal. Yeah, yeah it was, it was just about. Um, for the whole time. It was delicious. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It was so good. But um, so yeah, like that's what, that's, how we got into it it was just kind of by chance that we thought we could and we fucking did (laughs) everyone stepped up yeah everyone worked really really hard yeah there's absolutely no way it would have happened 
without the help of like everybody that that came out and like even the people out of state like my buddy Josh in Colorado he uh he said what do you need us well I needed some lighting so he just like bought and um sent me a light like a really nice light setup and then our buddy Brian in Alaska he was like hey I'm gonna kick in some money so he just like sent us money to uh to finance it and like it's just like that's, that's how it got yeah <laughs> it's so nice on the because like uh like it, it was all your guys's first project and you can hear like the passion with it where like a lot of people they kind of like shun their or early stuff and like want to keep working on like get better and better you guys are like super already really excited yeah. and really passionate and that's really nice to hear it's also really cool to see how much support you guys had in in this this new endeavor you guys decide to go on, you know? And I, I just think that's awesome for you guys that you had that support from people around you because not everybody gets that, so that's that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. it was super uplifting. Mm-hmm. I could only imagine. It probably does. <laughs> like, overwhelms. <laughs> it was overwhelming a lot. Um, just uh, in several different regards, just the, the work, you know, was, it was real tiring and everybody... We worked, like, 20-hour days, mm-hmm. those two, two days, and then that next morning we worked, like, what six or some something like that the next day yeah, yeah. on like two hours of sleep. <clears throat> yeah, yeah so we that like everybody was exhausted i so. couldn't sleep before everybody fucking <laughs> hanging out with you know this music legend to us and it was, it was so everybody was hyped up so it was overwhelming in that regard and then when you would step back and i don't know like just take stock in what we were doing I remember thinking like several times, like, what the fuck is happening right now? <laughs> we are making a movie? Like, we, what the fuck? You know, it was so crazy. And we were like getting it done. Like, yeah. I, there was a lot of, uh, of course, a lot of doubt, but there was no way in hell I was going to let that stop us. Like, I knew we could do it. Um, I just couldn't, I couldn't admit that, like, hey, man, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Like, I was fucking scared, man. But we, um, yeah, we pulled that shit off, I think, and uh, it came out pretty great. Awesome. And he was right there with us the whole time. Yeah, he yeah, was. Like, Skylar taught, Skylar had been, I mean, he had way more film experience than any of us, and he was, like, just super helpful. He was like, hey, man, maybe try this, or, like, this is what they do on, like, a big set, and this may help you out, and it just gave me all these, mm-hmm. like, pointers, and, man, it was so cool. Just, like, it, it couldn't have asked for a better experience for yeah. our first venture as a like a filmmaker. Yeah. And he has such good like character development and character choices too. Like it was great. <laughs> it just sounds like you guys really like although you were working really hard, you you enjoyed yourselves and I think that's important and I think that'll show through. Yeah. Oh hell yeah. Definitely. Yeah, we had a blast with that. <laughs> um, when is this movie gonna be released? Um okay, so we are well that was in the subject of much debate but (laughs) so um we're submitting it to south by southwest and the late registration deadline because so we're we live right outside of houston and the hurricane really like really slammed into this whole area you know and of course we know it did a lot of like harvey it did a lot of devastation yeah, yeah. We're, um, Cody and Becca's house is completely garbage now. That's where we were working. <laughs> yeah, our studio was in their house, um, so that kind of slowed us down. Um, but now we're moved to uh, Conroe, which is like outside of Houston, and um, 
we kind of got set up. We've just taken over a space at our mom's house. We could finish the editing. <laughs> and we couldn't get back in our studio. The whole ceiling caved in. Oh, no. I'm so sorry to hear that. Well, thanks. Yeah, um, thanks. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was rough. But so anyway, that put us behind. So we still have we miss a lot of festivals um, just because of a lot of delays and stuff like that. But we still have a chance to make South by. So that's what we're shooting for is we'll have it in by the 20th of October. So, um, well, I don't know. I'm hoping we can just like get it out by Halloween for everybody to see. That'd be awesome. So, so don't hold me to that, but I'm, <laughs> we'll I'm hope thinking. For it. So like we'll post some stuff on, you know, Instagram and whatever social media, Facebook, all of that stuff. Um, but that's, that's kind of how it's looking right now. And we are having some local premieres on, what is that? The 28th? Yeah. The 28th. Sure. Yeah. So for like everybody that worked on the movie. Um, we're going to have it in Livingston, which is the town where we filmed. And we're actually going to have the premiere in the uh, one of the main sets, like where all the bonfires were. Oh, that's so cool. That. Awesome. Yeah, it'll be late at night and on a big projector out in the middle of these creepy woods. <laughs> so it'll be really great. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Now, have you guys uh, started working on part two at all, or are you kind of, like, focusing on finishing this up? And getting it out to festivals? Um, both. Like, we're editing um, quite a lot, but we're, we're, we're nearing the end of it now. Um, so, yeah, I've already started on the script for volume two, and uh, it's... it's uh, I don't want to really say too much about it yet, and we haven't really finalized who's going to be in it. We've, we've talked to... Um, Talk to some people that I'm really excited about working with. I can say that, I suppose. Um, but nothing's for sure yet, so I don't want to, you know, like, overstep. But, um, yeah, it's looking really good, and it's a really solid story. Uh, my wife actually came up with the story and just blew me away, like, completely amazed me how cool the story was. And so I'm working on the script now, and if it works out, maybe, I don't know, like, maybe this coming March we'll be able to start... Uh, filming this this next volume that's awesome and i know it's cool too because like a lot of the times when musicians do like any acting roles it involves music and with this i feel like the tone that you guys have for the movie like perfectly describes what i would expect to see skylar crewman <laughs> do you want to handle that that like that I mean, was that's, more... what, that's what we were going for yeah. entirely <laughs> trying was... to fit it to to him specifically now, um, the so the later volumes that you have, um, if you have other musicians in in the films, are you going to kind of carry that over? Also, like have the tone of the film match whoever you have in that. Definitely, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, so it was so funny that when when Skyler got there that first night after we finished, he was like, "Man, he's like, it's so, it's it's crazy to me." how similar the um, like the the tones and the themes of this movie are to the new record mm-hmm. and um, I was like oh that you know that that's a really cool thing to hear from Skylar uh, but then after we listened to the record like a million times I was like oh my god yep. like <laughs> it talks about you know there's like references to pine trees and the woods and all this stuff and like yeah it's it's all right on a par with with what we were doing so yeah it was it was pretty pretty amazing Awesome. So um, we don't want to take up too much more of your guys' time. So um, we have one more question that we ask everybody who we have come on for these like artist spotlight episodes, um, and that's 
Do you have a specific movie that got you into horror? Or just a favorite? Or a favorite. Uh, it's it's 100% Friday the 13th for me. Okay. <laughs> Good choice. Cody, do you... Uh, yeah, probably Friday the 13th or uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> do you... I'm not really a huge horror buff. <laughs> I don't know. I like the new It movie. It was good. <laughs> it, was, it was fun. It was definitely fun. <laughs> she got into horror after we finished our horror film. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, though? I respect you for being honest with it. <laughs> so, yeah, Cody and, I, Cody and I have an older brother, Danny, who's uh, 13 years older than, than me. Uh, so he's 16 years older than Cody. And uh, so he was always our babysitter. <laughs> and uh, you know, like, so when he was a teenager watching horror movies, he's like, I don't care, they can watch whatever. <laughs> and so, um, like, we were just immediately like that. Well, I just fucking love that stuff, you know, like coming up, and it was all because of that. That's most uh, everything we watched. Yeah, we just watched whatever Danny was. Turtles. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Actually, I did think of something. There was one summer where all I did was watch all of the Scream movies over and over and over. There you go, Dylan. That's you like, have a friend. That's like the only like horror movies that I really got into because my parents were like, no, don't watch horror movies. <laughs> oh, okay. My parents were total opposite. My parents were like, watch them now. Watch more. <laughs> that's cool. Alright, um, so for anybody listening, be sure to go check out Campfire. Uh, where can everybody follow along with any updates you guys have? Or yeah. Like that. yeah, so um, our company is called Barn Show Productions. So everything is listed under that. We have Instagram, um, Facebook, Facebook and Instagram primarily, but I just, I'm trying to get Twitter going, but you know, we just, we, it'll probably take off a lot more when we uh, start the next production. Mm-hmm. Um, so those three things. And then YouTube, we have the trailer on our YouTube channel and we're going to start, um, you know, posting more content. You asked earlier um, if we did stuff outside of horror. So uh, yeah, I actually have a pilot for a really great comedy show that I want to do. It's just that campfire is my priority right now. Okay. Yeah, we actually started that before Campfire. Yeah, yeah we just <laughs> shifted. <laughs> All right, anything else you guys want to plug before we let you go? Um, no, I, I, I can't think so. I can't think of anything. Just if you haven't picked up on this, anybody listening, check out He Is Legend. Check out um, Barn Show. Campfire is going to be a, a really fun ride. And if we get to do it the way we want, we're going to have a lot more of those episodes mm-hmm. in the future. 